0: We're stepping back into the horror genre this week, or are we? The movie this week is not quite what it seems, a little bit like this podcast. I believe we'd initially started with professional, <laughs> we were going to discuss uh, interesting topics of our films.
1: It also has the word thrill in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, 10 that, minutes that, in, and, that, and yet, boom, boom. <laughs> no thrills to be 105
0: episodes in. Yep, definitely not a thrill. And quite frankly, <laughs> we have been fucking lying from day one. <laughs> now, this week's episode is The Cabin in the Woods from 2012. But before we jump into that, we're going to go through a little bit of a, a rundown on what we've been watching, but we'll also have a little bit of chat about some uh, recent news about the Star Wars franchise. Gibbo, kick us off, man.
1: Not too much on my slate. Quite a couple of movies of it, a um, sequel I've been waiting for for a while uh end up being massively disappointing which is always good but um the second mechanic movie Resurrection where they really came up with that idea <laughs> Jesus um, Christ I thought you were talking about a decent film no I actually really enjoyed the first mechanic it actually wasn't bad it had uh, Ben Statham? Foster Statham, Statham and yeah. Ben Foster. I love Ben yeah, Foster yeah I love like Ben Foster too. Um but it was a lot more serious and accurate and good and this one is just, it's, it just goes real, like, n- not popcorn-y, but just gets real lazy. And Jessica Alba's in it, and she's never been able to act, ever. And um, now that oh, she's I old agree. and less attractive, it's, <laughs> it, it, it finds hard for reasons to have her on screen. She's a really bad actress. Seriously,
0: I didn't even know this movie existed.
1: Yeah, it's, it, was, it was in <laughs> cinemas.
0: serious.
1: It got a cinematic run and everything. Like, Did it? Yeah, but geez, not for so long, I can't gross. imagine. But I was really disappointed because I've been waiting for this for a while and, and all the um, press dogs, stuff. Papers. No, I have. Legitimately me because <laughs> okay. I really liked the first one. Right. Um, I was actually waiting for this one. And, and, and look,
0: Statham, Statham still has pull. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not... surprised I didn't know anything about it considering I don't mind a
1: bit of stating. Stating can still be good, mate, but this script is terrible and it's just the movie, the whole movie is just lazy. It's just a money grab. It's got more of like a Crank 3 feel than like what the, the original mechanic was really like a proper movie. Yeah. Uh, and this one is not. So that was a bit disappointing. I watched uh, War Dogs, which is the. Oh,
0: yeah, the Jonah Hill. Yeah, Miles Jonah Hill Teller.
1: and Miles Teller one. Um, pretty much exactly what you think it'd be. It's not good or bad. It's like worth a look, I guess. Jonah Hill's massively round in it. He lost a bunch of weight and then he's put it back on. I think ten. But he's now lost it again. Has he lost it again? Yeah. And we're talking slim down to Jared sort of proportions. That can't be good for you. Because he I <laughs> I'm not down <dead> to <laughs> Like he lost a lot when he was doing the when he was doing the twenty one yeah, John Street He got fairly lean yeah, and in this mate he he must be pushing 130 ish. Like and he's not a big guy, but anyway, he was fine and it's just there's a lot of twists and turns that sort of don't really make much sense. And I don't and I hate Miles Teller as a person, so that was made it a bit hard to watch. Other than that, I wouldn't recommend it, to be honest. It's no. Yeah, it's just... It's on it's Netflix, just, isn't it's it? It's there, yeah. Skip it. Oh, you, you wouldn't, if, you, if you're really, really bored and you just want to have something on the background, probably fine, but... Yeah, don't get too... Oh, you know who else is slumming it in that, too? Is, uh... uh Silver Lining Playbook... What's his name? Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. He's in it, like, a really small yes. part, but just, like, a classic slumming it part. He's wearing, like, Coke bottle glasses and oh, yeah. trying to ugly himself up and be this, like, uh... I don't know, international, like, arms dealer sort of terrorist guy, and it's just... It's a weird turn for him. So, yeah, don't look at that. <laughs> I watched uh, the second season of F is for Family on Netflix, the um, Bill Burr animated... Yeah. Um, slightly more adult, like Family Guy ripoff. Pretty much, it's like halfway between Family Guy and um, King of the Hill, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Um, second season was better than the first one. It, right. it's, it's it's like consistently pretty funny now. Um, the first one had its moments, but that the second season is actually pretty good. Uh, and then just inexplicably, you had a did a rewatch of Starsky and Hutch. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was I was just flicking through with a little bloke, and he, he said, "What's that one? Dad's got a cool car." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, look at this." And I just got sucked right back into it. <laughs>
0: the sequence in the showers where the real towels are over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the hand towels. Real towels are on the top shelf. <laughs>
1: uh, it's still it's still good. Yeah, it's still fun. It's, yeah, I at, remember that. It's the peak Stiller and uh, Owen Wilson,
0: and it was the only way to go. The spoof, yeah. very much like 21 Jump Street, you, you, you kind of push yourself into a corner that those things were so corny back then yeah. that the only way to do it was to go comedy. Yeah. And both of them worked out brilliantly doing it that way. Yeah.
1: Anyways, that was pretty much it for me, though. Not much else to report.
2: Garrett. Right, so... started the week on an interesting note. <laughs> um, morning, for some for some reason, I, I stumbled across something that advised me that trauma. Put some of their films on YouTube for free. Oh no! So I started the week with Sergeant Kabuki, man, NYPD. <laughs> what
0: is wrong with you? <laughs> but uh, but just just for me personally, how was it? <laughs> Did you say it was on YouTube? <laughs> YouTube. How <laughs> does that get made? Look, Trevor, they what? pouring out. Like, Toxic Avenger. I want to see Toxic Avenger.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I started watching part three. I couldn't finish it. but
1: Started out on it. Absolute. I couldn't have dug any lower if I tried. Sergeant Kabuki Man. NYPD. Can anything be more offensive than that? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Troma's not known for
2: their good yeah, taste, not so, known for taste. So. Um, I must say, like the movies are so cheap, you can see that the lack of money. And yes. um, but occasionally they just hit on like a funny idea or something like that. It's it's. it's uh, I couldn't say, say
1: go out and watch it. I'll be honest, you haven't sold me. <laughs> no, you
0: haven't sold me. no, 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 um, I didn't need selling. I was already on it. So yes, I did catch that Kabuki Man back in the fucking eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Along with Igor and the Lunatics and those other ones from Trauma, they were all coming out. The
2: same yeah, form. there's some random ones on there. Yeah. Um, I saw the latest DC animated one, which was Teen Titans The Judas Contract, which was pretty good. Um, it's a it's a pretty good story. The Judas contract. It was an old, one of their old stories, but it's kind of one of their better ones, and it's got Deathstroke as the villain. And they had, uh, I believe, it might have been his last role, but Miguel Ferrer did oh, yeah, Deathstroke, yeah. and he was spot on, yeah. like really good. So it's disappointing that he won't be able to revisit that that yeah. role, unfortunately. Um, okay, I said I couldn't have dug any deeper than Sergeant Kabuki Bear, but I may have.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, Kevin Smith's latest oh, Yoga Hoses oh, <laughs> Showed up on stand <laughs> That's the one where Kevin Smith plays Tiny Nazi Bratwurst sausages <laughs> like, oh It's God. really strange <laughs> oh, God. Did you check I out Sandy know. Wexler as well mate? No I did I left that one alone <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Oh, What are you doing? Oh, I don't know <laughs>
0: Um, but i, I to watch, your... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. so watch that shit too. You get to watch Johnny
2: Depp slumming it for half the movie is that, is that a good thing detective now? guy.
0: Johnny has got um, financial problems. I
1: oh, know. He will take he anything. Will take anything. His... But Kevin Smith's not paying month, much. Apparently. Two million a month. What are you doing? How
0: what do you is? even That's a lot work of out? How, how do you spend two million dollars a month?
1: Scarves. Oh,
0: for God's He loves so. his scarves. Yeah. I could not, I cannot
2: fathom how you can spend wears a scarf, I believe. <laughs> Look, um. I couldn't, I'm in a funny place with Kevin Smith because I love the bloke. I've, ma- I've had this turnaround where I really enjoy listening to him. He strikes me yeah. as a really yeah. good good guy, but I don't know what he's doing. Like his buddy, Ralph Garman, the guy that does Hollywood yeah. Babylon with him, he is in there and seemingly is only in there to do those impersonations. His character starts talking like Al Pacino and Arnold Schwarzenegger and things like that. I just think it's another this. This movie was another one that was conceived after smoking a few joints and doing a podcast. Ah,
1: yeah. Kevin Smith doesn't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. The
2: funny thing is, I don't think his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter are that bad. I think they could probably find some find some work. Um, but Kevin might have to. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I agree to with you. On. He seems all right on those the podcast, but his movie choices. I mean, really, when was he? When did he last make a? Other than Red State,
2: yeah, well, Red I, I enjoyed State. Red State. That was half half decent. Um,
0: most of the other ones are just.
2: I actively avoid his stuff. A- and
0: then things like Tusk and this one, I mean, they're just weird.
2: Well, the next one coming up is. Um Supposedly going to be like Jaws, but with a moose. So that's his next... <laughs> I think Johnny, Johnny Depp might
1: be back. <laughs> but Johnny Depp's playing the moose, mate. He just Probably. got some face paint. He'll put some antlers oh, on his head shit. like a dead crow. And Anyway, going? there was a
2: slight uptick after that. I, went, I watched um, Headshot, which was uh, Eco-ice. Eco um, Is that on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Really good. Like, he's just... The story and everything... Throw away it's just you you know, any old setup to get the job done, but far out that dude can do an action scene. Yeah. He just has some epic fights and like he just it's everything's a hundred miles an hour. He's just absolutely motoring whenever he's fighting someone, the fists are flying like.
1: Yeah, I just added my Netflix list. Yeah, it's okay.
2: definitely worth a look. Um I saw cars three with the kids.
1: How was
0: it?
2: Um it was probably another sort of Seven and a half. Better than Cars 2. Thank but God. But it was actually really interesting to watch because it's kind of got... It's going to sound ridiculous, but it's kind of got a bit of sort of Balboa or Creed to it. Like, it's Lightning McQueen discovering that he can't do this shit anymore. So, what does he do? Like, it's kind of... In, in that way, it's That's really deep. interesting. Yeah.
0: not they also pull out Paul Newman's voice again?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think he's... Um, Doc, Hud- Doc Hudson's got a few sort of snippets of, you know, flashbacks and I all think
0: whatever. they used stuff that he'd already done. He'd already done, done, yeah. When they first did um, cars.
2: But it's actually, as a kid's film, it's like, yeah, the kids will enjoy it. But as that, when you're watching it from that perspective, it's kind of kind of interesting. It was, I, I enjoyed it. I, I dug down a, a little bit deeper again and I went to the Kickboxer remake.
0: Oh, right. it's How on Netflix. It it's on Netflix. It's oh, on my queue already. My you, I will be watching it. Who is it? It's Batista, um, and... Batista
2: and Van Damme is the master now that trains the young guy. It's Elaine um, Moiso or whatever his name is. Elaine, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I but he's, he was a stunt. He does. He does a lot of stunt work. Yeah, possible. Like the, the the story was as stupid as the first one. Like Tong Po still kicks concrete and things like that. And Batista was a good choice, but he's just sort of. I mean, he's just sort of there. He's a big human. Mate. Van Damme's got jokes. Van Damme cracks a couple of gags. They're not good gags. But um, the funniest part, I thought, was they redid really the sort of training sequence. But Van Damme's now got these uh, these stupid methods like dropping him on a bike underwater. Like he's pedaling on a bike while he's underwater and things like that. So I found it, it kind of retained some of that silliness of the, the original and... Had a few decent fights That was alright If you like a martial arts flick My biggest problem though Was they got Gina Carano's in it But she doesn't fight why yeah. is she there then? I don't know. Not for acting. No. It,
0: you told me Jean-Claude, when Jean Claude Van Damme came on screw Jean- acting level Jean-Claude went Claude up. up. <laughs> <He did. laughs> That's trouble. Jean Claude was having, having fun. He was having it up. He, yeah, was he, knows, the
1: what he, he knows what he is at this point, yeah, which yeah. is good.
2: Still had the high, the high chino kind of. I was going to say, did he bust out the Chino's <laughs> and the, the, the tank top onesie. Well, I,
0: well, I caught a little bit of a movie of his for a few minutes that was on free to wear where he was the villain and he was he was he didn't like to he was an eco warrior he didn't like to eat meat <laughs> and didn't wear leather and shit you oh, <laughs> talking about and I'm just going oh my god where has, oh. he has hit rock bottom the big fella yeah. but like you say he's hammy yeah, and he knows. he knows that that's that's where he lives now yeah
2: and there's already uh, there's already a sequel to this one, and the way it's just about finished. <laughs> so keep getting them I, checks, John Claude. Look, it, it it wasn't great, but it was. You got what you expected, and I mean, you're not going into kick kickboxer going a kickboxer remake going fuck. They got to live up to the first side. That that shit's sacred. All we like that for is that fucking dance sequence. <laughs> so yeah.
0: drunk fighting. Skill. Yeah.
2: Uh, best one I watched this week is I I knocked out this the. the um, first season of Glow that showed up on Netflix. I saw your messages. The ladies oh, wrestling, I wrestling hear one, that's really good. awesome, really good. That Mark Maron fella, who's a who's a comedian. I didn't know much about him, but he's a comedian, has a podcast. He was outstanding. He was really good. Um, Alison Breeze, excellent. Like, the acting was great. I got a bit, bit of a kick out of a couple of wrestler cameos, like real wrestlers that were cameoing in there. Ric Um Mm-hmm. I know there was some footage of Ric Flair. Nature uh, boys, Boy, Boy,
0: so, <laughs> nobody <laughs> um,
1: takes Claire. a punch
0: in the face like Flair, mate. Ric Flair is coming up on way? Chuck
1: Norris status at this point. Yeah. I think mean, he's like a cultural like touch <laughs> <and> he's, <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> Okay um, Sorry,
2: Just uh, yeah, don't yeah. borrow Money from him though I think he went Busting on money lending <laughs> <laughs> from the, the, but, uh, I don't know Who's going Ric Flair <laughs> For <from Rome> loan anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I'd rather go To Beyond Bank
2: Than Ric Flair For <laughs> loan um, Yeah um, I can't recommend It highly enough It's like half hour Episode So you get through The whole season I got through it In two nights I think yeah. um, And yeah, it's outstanding. Really funny. Uh, and I started on season three of Better Call Saul. So Oh, yeah. so did First episode.
1: Good. I finished.
2: Good. I'm, so, I'm really glad that they picked that they decided to go with with Saul as like the, the area that they wanted to explore and then get a bit of ermine trout in there as well like uh, it's it's not probably not breaking bad level but it's fucking
1: good TV yeah so. I, I, t- I watched the whole season and completely forgot about it hmm, there yeah. you go it is really good though mm. it just yeah I just I, I splurged it and then it was a while ago so I
0: um a bike from work gave me the first two seasons so I like to knock them both out real quick
1: yeah well number, so, yeah, number three is on Netflix now so just get Stan mate <clears> yeah. then, you, stand, can, then so you can yeah. get
0: yoga hoses yeah. as well I don't want Stan
1: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just quickly. Uh, did I talk to you guys about Kubo on the two strings yet? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah okay. Kind of weird. very, yeah, um, it, very it much it like Coraline. That's all right. I couldn't remember if I talked to you guys about it or someone yeah.
0: else. It's a bit like Coraline. I think you said it just by the same people. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That was weird shit. Yeah, Coralon. correct. That's you. That's done. me done. Okay. Any trauma for you? No, no trauma, but I went to, to do over.
1: <laughs> okay, was I wrong?
0: <coughs> fucking spot on, mate. I don't think it knew what I wanted it to be. No. It was all over the joint. And plus, it kept having this, you're thinking early on, well, who is Sandler? Is he...
1: Is he actually a spy? But he was he, he an idiot? He
0: was just a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> but who decided it was like, run he's with... just
0: an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it was really frustrating because I think there was a Let me actually,
2: guess, there was a scene where he kind of gets angry and yells at people? Or was there something there was like a little that bit of that? of that. There's everything.
0: Look, there <laughs>
1: was a couple of
0: rather amusing scenes. And I. There's like 26 different movies in it, I must admit, I couldn't stop laughing at the... Uh, orgy sequence involving Lewis Guzman
1: but he oh,
0: <laughs> Snake is yeah, Snake probably, here he's probably
1: the best good thing in the movie. I like Guzman. He's yeah, actually he's a pretty good, good actor. Yeah. But
0: I, it just didn't know what I wanted to be, and it actually, honestly, early on, I actually thought this isn't too bad. Mm. When um, they meet up at the the reunion, and he kind of says he's an FBI agent and all that.
1: Yeah. And then, but then it death. Yeah.
0: I thought all that stuff was pretty good. And I thought, gee, Sandler might have hit on something decent here. Yeah. Nah. You didn't he, trust me. He decided me. to screw it you over. You didn't trust
1: me. I told you to stay away. And you fucking did it. And it
0: just went overboard after that.
1: Yeah. Nah, no, Um I bad.
0: watched, <clears throat> rewatched. Um, I think, just with my wife, the the other guys. Oh, yeah. The Will Ferrell one. I don't mind that. It's yeah. pretty funny. I watched a documentary called Counterpunch.
1: Which is about boxing. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. Not
0: bad. It actually looks into more um, status of boxing at the moment mm. and looks at three separate fighters, all with different agendas yep. in the current day, and then talks to guys like um, Sugar Ray Leonard and um, De La Hoya and those guys, and, and they sort of give their experiences of what it was like for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite good. It's definitely worth a look. Yep. Now, I saw on the horror front,
1: Texas Chainsaw. Oh, the, oh yes. yeah, I have looked at that, too. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Not bad.
1: Oh, Copsie, good or bad? No, nah,
2: look, it wasn't great, but I, I agree with Adam. I, I enjoyed some of the ideas about it, and as these movies go, especially Texas Chainsaw, Jesus Christ, you're coming from Next Generation. And the, look, the, yeah. The prequels Honest to goodness,
0: like, if there's one horror series that needs to be taken outside and shot, it's probably the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is as best as you probably were expecting to get it. Plus, it's got it's not Alexandra good. Daddario. Yeah. One That's the upstairs. other reason I was looking at it. <laughs> looks good. i tell you what got me. The first two or three times we see Leatherface downstairs hmm. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, he the looks good. The first one in particular, he comes out of the shadow. Because he go downstairs into like a basement yeah. Yeah. where he's basically been hidden away. Guy, the guy goes down there and he's stealing shit. He's a scumbag redneck and he's nicking like you know anything he can get his hands on. Yeah. Gets down there and it's sort of bathed in little, little bits of shadow, and he's looking around and suddenly just out of nowhere, like you know, it's, it, it, it legitimately got me. Like, and this massive dude just comes out. You can't even see his face properly. Yeah. And he just nails him with a <clears throat> with a hammer. Mm. And then they, it does it kind of again. The second time around, it got me again. Like, just really, really well, um, well-timed um boost, th- gum scares. I
2: think the best thing they did was they went sort of straight out slasher with it. Yeah. They didn't try to follow too much of the Texas Chainsaw. Like, they definitely did go next generation. They with didn't go down these, the... Illuminati
0: oh, and, and <laughs> ...route. And I actually thought it wasn't too bad. It ends terribly. Mm. Like it's It goes to shit by the end, but not that bad. Yep. And I would welcome another look at another sequel if that was what. I'm
2: well, to we're do. getting the prequel now, aren't we? Oh yeah, shit. The prequel of the prequel. Oh, the the sequel, prequel. Yeah. yeah.
0: So <laughs> the I prequels been like, oh, on no. the shelf. Sorry, I spoke into too
2: soon. So we'll probably get a, a sequel to one of the older films before we get the prequel to the car.
0: <laughs> and finally, I went to the cinemas and I saw the Mummy.
1: Ooh, I haven't heard good things.
0: Uh it's just. Cruise. It's just, it's just <laughs> generic. Like the reason why I think the Brendan Fraser one works better.
1: Hang on, it works? <laughs> well, to me,
0: it works. That one was... Yeah, red was, that was, that was right. Indiana Jones. Yeah.
1: And The Mummy. Yeah, this one looks like it's taking itself too seriously. It is.
0: And they're trying to go horror. And I'm like, this shit is un- not horrifying at all. But like, see, it's very, I very difficult that, to get that.
2: That was what got me in, that they went with horror. But I think my problem is... Mr yeah, well, it Cruz sounds like, it sounds like it sounds like he is, havoc. yeah
0: no cruz is not this is not for him
2: i read that I'm hollywood hollywood sure. reporter article yeah. and he had too much power
0: i'm not quite sure what what got him interested in this this doesn't sit
1: well because someone probably his told his him own. he couldn't do it and he goes i can hang off the outside yeah. of planes here <laughs> i go and it, so. it
0: just kind of didn't work more Rusty Crow would have worked for me. Mm. Fighting round the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that this entire thing has fucked up the dark universe. Oh, yeah. They've very photoshopped universe. pictures,
2: mate. They can, no. <laughs> they've got the whole cast photoshopped this together. This is the They couldn't
0: get five people in a room together, so they had to photoshop it This is the problem all. with this kind of shit. You do not fucking create a universe and make big fucking predictions and do what they've done so yeah. they started dribbling on about it months ago when you don't know the quality of the first product and the so first
2: product is shit. What yeah. I heard was Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first well,
0: one. Well, then you that you're, didn't you're work out too. If that's Dracula the case. Untold yeah, didn't it
2: didn't, really it didn't work out so well. So then the, this is the universe. Yeah. But as as someone said, like I read online, and one of the comments simply said, don't plan six movies before you know if we want to watch the fucking first yeah, one. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly.
2: Ask DC. <laughs> exactly. It, Although they it, got it right finally. Yeah.
0: This may work for Marvel, but again, it was a, It's because Iron Man. But worked. they didn't do it. They didn't do it until Iron, until Iron, Iron, Iron Man worked, worked. Yeah. yeah. Spot difference. on. They got. They got. They. They had it in in their minds. But they didn't talk about it until Iron Man was a
2: hit. Oh, you just reminded me, too. I started reading the uh, Suicide Squad novelisation this week. Oh, my God. And can I just say, it's already better than the movie.
1: <laughs> I, another chapters. movie I completely forgot that I watched this because
2: week. Because I believe this one, because, you know, they, they have to write the novelisations very early. Yeah. They get these scripts before they get tampered with and fucked around. Yeah. So they're, they're often totally different. And, in, you know, I mean, the first few chapters of the Suicide Squad is dealing with June before she turns into the Enchantress. Hmm. And I said to Adam, oh, I found out that, um, you know, we're actually supposed to sort of like June and that, but we yeah. didn't really care about her until... They tell, we tell you that in Gladys the movie, her. they're
1: supposed to say that you're supposed to care about her, but you've only seen her, like, as the scientist, yeah. maybe three seconds before she turns into an evil witch? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... It I was just terrible. Think, Fuck, I just it's a bad these, movie.
0: this... Creating universes and then trumpeting all this bullshit before The Mummy even came out is... It's just ridiculous it's a recipe for disaster and it's a fucking disaster but who what's doesn't watch
2: that? who doesn't watch what's coming in and, and go, oh, go Um, look oh just Jesus, hold, just look, just hold back on that fucking group photo that we've yeah, organized yeah. with everyone because this is shit
1: <laughs> you know what though I think I think I realized why I thought it was okay because I think actually I Frankenstein was supposed to be the first one and it was spectacular.
0: Oh, <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here! He doesn't look at
1: your face anymore. He's fucking serious. Is he
0: fucking serious? No, but You know what you don't hand also a two hundred million dollar budgeted movie to a director with one credit. Yeah, that um, guy may be a writer who's written Transformer films that make heaps of money, but he's not a director's backside. Yeah, I so think why you. you give I him think that kind of cake? I
2: think I asked you this question during the week, yeah. and you've had some time to mull on it. Yeah. Does Tom Cruise ever get superstar money again? Or superstar nah. control nah. again?
0: Cruise, Cruise was, in my mind, the only time he gets superstar money is Mission Impossible while I yeah. continue to make money. Yeah. once As soon as they lose their luster, there's the superstar dollars gone. But you know what? It's time for Cruise to go away from this sort of shit and do the type of things. He's got a new one coming out called American Made, which looks a bit like Goodfellas. It's got a Goodfellas vibe, a true story. Mm get in that lane and get out of this bullshit you're currently in. Yeah. Because this stuff is shit. It is. Mm. And and The Mummy is the lowest ebb of his recent films. And it that's ne- saying something considering, right. considering yeah. ten, the last ten years he spent time punching people and hanging off things. Hmm. Well, <laughs> tell Accurate. me, answer, tell Crute. me a movie
2: a guy has Oh, look mate, I've been saying to you for ages oh, I I don't care for Tom Cruise movies anymore. The only one that I cared for recently was um Edge of tomorrow. was uh, Edge of Tomorrow and that includes Mission Impossible. I'm yeah, I haven't I'm, followed the last look, few of them. Look, they're in my they're, they're up my lane, but I don't I, I don't Cruise doesn't get me through the door no, anymore.
0: He doesn't. But what I, I guess I look at it this way with Cruise. I'm not going on a cruise with anyone. I, I I don't I don't love the guy's politics. I don't like I'm not interested in his his views or anything. As an actor, Pre, pre the last 10 years he could be counted on for solid pictures now yeah. he's making shit he, like, he is making crap
1: good news yeah. Top Gun 2 definitely happening
0: so, <laughs> oh yeah no chance of that they,
1: they got him they got Fat Kilmer locked oh, in although he did mention Kilmer won't in the copy anymore <laughs> yeah. Well, I can already tell you what's going to happen in the movie. Cruz did There's mention. There's going to be it. drones. Yeah. And the drones won't work out, and yeah. they'll need Tom to come back in and fly <laughs> so like Cruz did mention
0: that there'd be another volleyball. So he's oh Can you imagine oh, Kilmer's oh. kit now? Oh, Kilmer needs to drop weight.
1: He'll look like <laughs> Wilson from fucking Castaway.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I would
1: avoid the mummy. Thank you, dude. I already was. As soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, "Why is Tom Cruise in this? This doesn't feel right." I was, I was never still
2: going. in. I saw the preview and I was still there. Even I don't like, I don't love Tom Cruise, but I thought, I'll check it out. You know, The Mummy. I liked. Add a bit of horror. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And it's, it's probably going to
0: end up making enough a shit money show. to continue this dark universe. But the fact is, it's underdeveloped. It's half baked. So why, why would you continue? Like, these studios just get locked into this idea of oh, properties, properties. You know, if we got a big property, we can flog the shit out of it. Not if it's no good.
2: Look, unless Blumhouse is making a universe, I'm not interested at the exactly. moment. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'll
0: tell you what, Blumhouse will keep money down. They'll fucking won't spend Blumhouse is making
1: the Tremors TV show. I'm oh, interested. Bring it. <laughs> what about the Baywatch universe, though? That's a definite goer. Ooh,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I'll skip <laughs> But that's me. That's me done. Now, What's before we get into the, the, the film, uh, I just wanted to mention and get your thoughts Obviously, there um, there've been problems on the previous Star Wars film, which mm-hmm. is Rogue One, that turned out to be Not a godsend, yeah. turned out to be brilliant. Similar reports recently, the two directors behind Han, the Han Solo film, um, which is uh, Lord and Miller, who made the... Who's done great work. Yeah, that's really good work, have recently been fired, I believe. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and
2: reports coming out that when it was announced, the crew were in rapture, they were <laughs> applauding, and all sorts of business.
0: It's Ron Howard has been grafted in to fix it. What are we thinking here? Um, Same trouble? How many times do we get this kind of shit, and it goes, does it finally go wrong?
2: Well, firstly, how did you not know that these two were going to make some form of comedy? <laughs> That's all they have done. <laughs> <laughs> How is it, like, near the end of shooting that you get to the point... Oh, oh what?
0: Oh. They're trying are to make you, it funny. Are you not watching the dailies?
2: Yeah. That's I weird the
0: thing Hang on, we've just watched a week's worth of dailies and none of it's script, the actual script. It's all improv and it's all comedic. Hmm, maybe there's a problem. Perhaps we need to go and talk to these guys. <laughs> well,
1: let's spend hundred million million first.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the only thing that gives me hope still is that they seem like they will pony up whatever cash to go and reshoot everything. Mm. So it's not like they're trying to salvage something. Mm. And I reckon Star Wars has got that much on the go that they could probably do with saying, look, this one's not going to hit the yearly... Cycle. We're going to delay it six months or something like that, and it wouldn't be too much of because then we'd get two Star Wars movies in six months or something like that. Like, I just think because you got
0: it, you got the next episode of the actual series. Yeah, on its way because that that that's the next
2: one, I believe, and then Han Solo was after. So look, I've still got hope that they can salvage it. But Jesus, what's going on? Like. I don't know how you get that far into it before oh, you figure I, out this is an issue. I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. How much money do you reckon they paid Howard? Because oh. quite frankly, wouldn't you be looking
1: at this going? I don't think he'd be keen.
0: He would have been no chance, and no. then they've gone.
1: They had to back up a dump truck.
0: large amount of cash, yeah. and he goes, "Can I start from scratch? Ooh, he's, yes, you can.
2: His one percent of the profits yeah. would do me yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh. Look, the, the positive is that Howard is a Oscar-winning director. Years of experience. If anybody can get a, perform- a better performance out of the bloke, because I believe that was some of the talk, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, there's an acting the coach act- being hired for Hans How Howard Hiles. can
0: get a better performance because he's, be- he's a better director. He's a more experienced director. He
1: has had some misses recently, He though. has, but... And I actually liked some of them, like... Um, Rush. In, Rush it, was really good. Oh, well, Rush was really good, but uh, In the Heart of the Sea. Yeah. Went by with barely a whimper, and I actually watched and it, it was fine, it was pretty good, but... um. Like he knows what he's doing. It's just some of his movies lately, just no one's given a shit. Yeah, and but this is different.
0: Not, he's now in a oh world no, house so he's going to get those dollars. Yeah. I guess my thinking: is <clears throat> you've given these guys twelve weeks, or a week. you gave them to make a comedy. <laughs> 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 you decided that that's not working. That's they released solid. that as well. They, yeah, I was
2: that's so that's okay. yeah, I said, was I said was to Adam, cut. I hope they release the Lord Miller cut. I mean,
0: shit, Spaceballs was all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that they, if, if they're giving Ron Howard. The ability to, to start over, then I think we could potentially still get a, a a very good film.
2: Yeah, it all depends on that. But then I mean, Lawrence Kasdan seems to be one of the, one of the issues that he was fuming that they weren't shooting his script. It's still got to be a good script. So if it's not a good script, it's not going to matter. Yeah, for but there's anything, no there's
0: no know? real talk about it not being. Like, no. Nobody's saying the script was rubbish. So they were they were improving. I think what's happened is that they've just gone right. That's off. just
2: their style. Yeah. Which I mean, again. How did
0: you not know that? <laughs> Come on, Disney. <laughs> are, are we up or down still on Hansola? Can we be the middle can <laughs> I mean, be sideways thumb? Sideways stuff, yeah. Stump? Sideway stump, yeah. Sideway yeah, look, I've been a sideways thumb as well, <laughs> i mean. I, I just don't know. I
2: don't think it's finished because as you said, we've had instances now where the reshoots are okay. So it's not the death knell if they're willing to pony up and basically redo it, which it sounds like they are. So, fuck, I don't know. Middle middle thumb. Middle thumb. Horizontal thumb. Horizontal thumb. <laughs> oh, That's <is>
0: it. <laughs> Alright, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2012's The Cabin in the Woods.
2: This must be it. Let's get this party
1: started.
2: <laughs> Systems online. Acquiring targets. <laughs>
0: What is going on? Here to What is this place? The Cabin in the Woods. Rated R. In theaters April 13th. Cabin in the Woods from 2012, directed by Drew Goddard, who I believe is involved in the Daredevil TV series. Yeah, he was. I think
2: he was the showrunner for season one.
0: Uh, he also, I believe, produced The Martian and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm produced by joss whedon obviously from the avengers films and it was written by drew goddard and joss whedon it stars chris hemsworth as Kurt, jesse williams as holden anna Hutchison as jules richard jenkins as citizen and bradley whitford as hadley budget was 30 million and it made 70 million worldwide it was actually delayed
1: yeah quite, quite a, bit. a
0: while I think it might have been shot in 2011 or something, early 2011. Possibly even before that. Sat on the shelf for quite some time. So, basically, the little bit of trivia I've got is it was originally scheduled for release in Australia on the 12th of July 2012, but was pulled in late April. Already incensed by the delayed release, the news of cancelling its cinema run altogether prompted backlash from fans that filled Roadshow's Twitter and Facebook feeds with angry hate mail, mm. which basically got it put back on <laughs> the schedule.
1: Yeah that's fair I'd be disappointed if you were waiting for it yeah
0: Yeah, definitely alright Jared your thoughts man well
2: I remember seeing this initially and thinking yeah it's alright I enjoyed it every time I've watched it since it's just gotten better and better I think this was the fourth time I'd watched it and by now, I think it's actually just compulsory uh, viewing, If you're a if you're a horror fan, bordering on genre classic. It's funny. The deconstruction of the genre is so good that it makes you want to go back and watch things like Friday the Thirteenth and think about where would uh, Hadley and Citizen be in play here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <it> <laughs> things does. like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just so clever. Um, the big the, the very first time I was watching it. And enjoying it, but I didn't really think too much about the ending and stuff, so I didn't like the ending. Since then, I've thought about what the ending is and, and and gone and looked at other people's theories and stuff, and it just, it's made it even better now for me. So I reckon I would probably go to a four and a half, because I just continue to, every time I watch it, I just think it's better. So, yeah, I'm way up there.
1: Gibba? Yeah, well, that gives me something to look forward to, because I've only seen it once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you guys' recommendation. I was I was happy it wasn't something from the '80s that looked like I had a twelve dollars budget. So thanks for that. <laughs> so,
2: well, uh, Sergeant Kabuki yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man next. Were
0: you waiting for Brian Rabbit?
1: Jeez, I didn't know what was coming. Coxie told me it was, and I'm like, oh, I think I've seen it on Netflix. And um, I'm, I like Hemsworth, and a lot of his stuff. So I wanted to check it out anyway. And then when I watched it, yeah, just didn't expect what it was. It's super duper clever, like really satirical, very, very smart um, and really well done. I think the way they, what they're trying to do, I think they do pretty well perfectly and but there isn't really many negatives to be honest. Like, I, yeah, this isn't really my, obviously my kettle of fish, the whole horror gig, but this one is so clever and, and fun to watch. It, I think it does a perfect job of being not really scary, but it's slashery yeah. while being... Satirical and funny and just all those different things all at once. so yeah, I'm probably with Jared. I'll probably go with four and a half as well.
2: There yeah. you go. We finally
1: got one. <laughs> yeah. You finally tried. <laughs> yeah. You yes, fucking jerk. On the
0: money. <laughs> <laughs> um I cannot disagree with any of what you said. It's definitely four and a half. I was I was verging on five. I mean it's hard to call this a horror film.
1: Yeah.
0: Honestly. To call it a horror it film. It is. But it's, it's in It's in like that genre. Fault. It sits yeah. in the genre. And to me, it's the best horror film since Scream, probably, if you're going to put it there. And it's in the same sort of vein that it's taking an established style and just pulling it to shreds. It's like
2: the next step. Scream made fun of it within its confines, and then this one said, well, how about this?
0: It's just it's a really, really great film, and I think it's definitely... Anybody who hasn't seen it has to check it out. Hmm. And it's very sad, in my mind, that a movie like this... Couldn't make big money. Well, who this watches the,
2: this? Who in a studio watches this and thinks, fuck, we've got to pull this from the schedule? Yeah.
0: Like, the bottom yeah. line is, this is what's missing from today's
1: film. Yeah, there's nothing even remotely like it. I mean, Not we anywhere. just get
0: the, the, the trotted out stuff that's, you know, trans, the latest Transformers sequel is exactly the same, yeah. but, but it'll make billions. So they, all they care about is the billions of dollars rather than the quality, and this is top quality. Yeah. I think this is Written one of those ones that... Within of its life, it's
2: superb. Like I think this is one of those ones that if it was in the 90s or whatever, it would have been the one that had the life on video, you mm-hmm. know? If it didn't get a cinema release, everyone would have found it on video and gone, this is fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Likes,
2: gentlemen. Opening... Straight away, mm. you're immediately thinking, "What is this?" I
1: thought that? I was watching the wrong shit. I was like, I the wrong button? What the hell is going on?" It felt a bit like an Austin Powers, like like a well, evil in lair. lair. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're,
2: they're talking, talking a little about what, they're Talking about what's
0: going on at home and stuff. Like to go back even further, just simply the the basic premise and the idea of taking that formula <clears throat> that, you, that you talked about and just totally doing something most of us wouldn't have even thought of. Yeah. Um, to look at it that way. They just, just deconstruct all the elements. It's just so smart. Yeah. The movie opens, you, you've you got, here you get your DVD cover, and it tells you it's from It's the horror genre, and you immediately open with two guys in black, white button shirts crapping all about their day, <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah,
2: yeah it's classic Um, Joss Whedon, because I think, I can't remember exactly, but I think Whedon and Goddard wrote it together. They did, co- yeah. ro- co-wrote it, and Whedon's always been that subversive kind of you know, take this in a direction that you don't uh, you don't expect, or, or different to what what would, would be, be the norm, yeah. um, and make fun of all that. So, but even still, I was just like, I don't know what this is when I first watched it. I'm mm. like, what What was that? And then we get into them,
1: the, the teenagers. Yeah, it feels like a different movie.
2: And the whole time you're watching the teenagers from that point, you're thinking. What is it? Until you, 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 there's just this mystery element to it. Until you, you know, they start filling in the pieces and pieces. But that opening just got you straight yeah. away. Like the way they did it too. It didn't take itself overly seriously. No, it was just these two dickheads crapping on about their weekend. <laughs> but it got you sitting there going, "What's Where going? Where are on? they? Who are they?" Like you're just immediately asking yourself them questions, those questions. Yeah. But
0: what? also, this, this the funny thing about those opening two sequences really because you start in the, at the office environment mm. then you go to the teens but when they pull out in their camper mm. it pans up to the roof of the thing yeah, and there's a guy watches. in a jumpsuit and he, he goes yeah. they're on the move and yeah. birds, can, and
2: birds have left nest nest yeah.
0: to me that's something out of a CIA thriller. Yeah. Know? Like, it's kind of like, where does that fit into yeah.
2: And it was just like they went straight from that opening sequence to the teens. You got all that, you know, <clears> the, <throat> that background. That that was another like for me in itself that they they laid out the tropes, but then they fleshed them out a touch. Yeah. Like Hemsworth's the football player, you think, oh, the big dumb dickhead. Then he pulls out the books and starts going, oh, Professor, what's his name? He's going to cover that all that in the lectures. Do this one. He'll think you're insightful. And yeah, but like, I love okay, so that. Okay, so now though? the smart guys, and now the jock's smart. And then the the egghead is also best hands in the state football, like yeah, yeah. so you can see they're playing with it. And then, and then as you said, we're back to the
0: what seems like something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. What I also love about that sequence is Hemsworth sees the textbooks. He looks up at her and he goes, "Who told you about these?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I learned it from you." <laughs>
2: yeah, Hemsworth was perfect for that <clears throat> of role.
0: Um, the coffee cup bomb. I
2: don't know if you can buy them. And that he, is a brilliant product. He's like, you can't have any car. <laughs> so good, mate. That guy is awesome. Too. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah. stoner, um, again, subversive. Like the stoner is the voice of reason yeah. through the whole fucking movie. Yeah. It works really well. Like he, he gives a pretty solid performance. The whole, the whole lot of them give great performances. Personally, Hadley and Citizen are just
0: piss funny they Richard are, they Jenkins are the is best the best <laughs> he is so
2: good the pair of them together is just perfect right. Like they kind of they you buy them as, as these kind of mundane day to day dickheads on the job but also they're, they're just so damn funny together yeah. Yeah. both such good
1: actors like. that other guy's such a good shit weasel too yeah. like, has there ever been a better like sleazy bastard in cinema, cinema than that bloke yeah. like, just as <laughs> soon also, as you see him you hate him I also <laughs> yeah.
0: love um, the crazy Ralph guy
1: yeah oh, at the to, yeah, but the yeah. good thing, thing about that
0: though they actually legitimately play it for menace in the first time we see him yeah cause he's a good jump scare menace, yeah. menace there's a jump scare then he starts talking about oh that fucking whore over there yeah, he's you know, spitting, he tobacco spitting tobacco at, at him the but then he
1: comes back into it later the prank calling him <laughs> <laughs> The right, speaker no no I'll turn that off I'll turn it off I'm still on speaker <laughs>
0: Yeah. He keeps talking about the rapture and all this oh, <laughs> That scene. Themselves <laughs> yeah. That scene
2: was so funny when he's on the speakerphone. Oh, sorry. And then it gets him going again. Um, But you kind of raised something else that I, I noticed is that those scenes where they play it straight. And then sort of deconstruct them later. The scenes where they play it straight actually hold up pretty well. Yeah, as, as like horror horror movie scenes. Yeah, like as a soothsayer, he was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know when he, as you said, he starts doing that antagonistic shit, and then the, you know, the the stoner has a bit of a gets a laugh out of talking shit back to him yeah. but he's legitimately like you know it, it, it's, it's classic ra- crazy Ralph shit that he's yeah. pulling yeah he's um, way better though but in a scary yeah in a
0: sort of scary battle I, think, I think what I also love about that the, the phone calls with the, um, the speakerphone is when he first rings <laughs> they go uh, Mordecai's online by the, and, and um, Citizen or whatever or Hadley goes "Ah, oh, take a message
2: <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was very, very funny.
1: I wonder how they do the casting call for those crazy busses. Like, we want someone that looks like they're pretty
2: <laughs> malnourished,
1: crazy as yeah. shit, have had a hard life.
2: Yeah, happy to chew tobacco and spit
1: it menacingly. <laughs> and, and call <laughs> young ladies whores. And he's yeah. like, oh, that sounds like me. <laughs> it's like casting the fat chick in one of those, like, frat boy movies. It's yeah, like, who signs up goes, yeah, I'll <laughs> have that ho to who's, me. Yeah. Who's going, hmm,
0: it's a, it's a character piece. How <laughs> many
1: dollars?
0: Yeah. I reckon one of the best parts of the movie is when we get down to uh, bring it up the, the the betting board about what's going what's to come to life. Mm-hmm. I reckon that was absolutely hilarious when mm-hmm. they're talking about an old mate Crips grabbing on about merman. Yeah, <laughs> merman. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah,
2: he keeps, when <laughs> someone puts a bed on and he snickers and he's like, yeah, whatever, merman. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was piss funny. And the other thing too is, as a kind of uh, an extra like on that was The Joss Whedon cameos, like the the people from... Whedon's got a habit of using people that he's used before, so like the girl that is talking to them at the start is someone from Angel, but the intern is Tom Lenk, who had like a minor role on Buffy, but he is piss funny, and the intern is just perfectly suited to him. That bit where they go, um, whoever's won it, yeah, and they're splitting it with the intern, and he's there going... This cr- <laughs> like, cracks me up. And the way they're talking about, do we get overtime for this? Uh, um, I, I'm an intern, so I, I don't get paid. <laughs> he's just piss funny. But that also, whole board was. I also awesome.
0: love when they, when they finally get a winner and that chick's standing next to Richard Jenkins going, But I had zombies as well. So, yes, you had zombies. But <laughs> this is redneck zombie family. <laughs> and then he goes, It's like um, the difference between an elephant and an elephant seal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so good! I actually really like the explanations of how the characters go stupid as well, like how they're pumping in pheromones yeah, and um, yeah. the hair dye is affecting the cognitive function of the girl. Like
0: and the fact that they they constantly involve themselves in the setup. So every time something yeah. happens, like when they go Hemsworth and his missus go outside to have a bit of a romp down by the lake, mm. they turn the. Turn the moonlight on. So yeah, the a, pheromone mist a, a little spotlight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like... Turn it up like, the
1: temperature in the area. Yeah. It's kind of
2: exactly what I was saying about how, like, you could go back and watch a Friday the 13th and just They'd look at each scene and, and say, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, where that's where they're pumping in pheromones. And
0: the sequence where um, Hemsworth runs back into the into the cabin, barricades the door, starts talking about, the, oh, we've got a plan and everything and, and everything like that, and then he walks away and the...
2: Misco- a of gas. Yeah, he, he says,
1: goes, we all need to stay together. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. we, we should uh, split uh, up. We we'll should
2: cover more ground. And the stone is like, what? No! <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they be Egghead, he's like, yeah, yeah, good idea. <laughs> the stoner's
0: like, what? Oh. The number of homages to horror films. I think that's oh, part of genius. what I loved about Especially it. Especially
1: with the creatures and stuff so as well. So many things
0: yeah. in that... Down in the basement when they first the go down there, yeah, yeah. they go there before they
1: even get to, yeah, that,
0: when they get to the, um, there. When they're down in the um, basement, oh, the, of the actual cabin with yeah. all the knickknacks.
2: Even before that, on the screens where they're watching the other other places the yeah. Japanese cruise the, the, the Japanese monster getting beaten by the little schoolgirls yeah. <laughs> yeah doing a seance or
1: whatever It is funny yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that,
2: that Hadley is blowing up yeah.
0: the lights. and he's little girl because you
2: watch it and you kind of you know you're getting oh yeah the ring the grudge kind of vibes and then he's there going fuck yeah <laughs> 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 that was brilliant. So good.
0: But there's so many of them. Like the Book of the Dead kind of makes an yeah, appearance.
2: Yeah, yep. The um, puzzle
0: box from Hellraiser. It's kind of that The hand
2: thing. as well from yeah. Evil Dead. Like the hand that's doing yeah. Um, Pinhead. Pinhead um, sort of
0: is in briefly. It it, kind of like pin- you get yeah, the clown, clown.
2: You get the kids. Like if you went I think there's there's people on the internet that have gone through like that. Where they, where they um, Pull back Pull back And show all the boxes yeah. Apparently there's all sorts of shit in there I think there was uh, Monsters from a particular video game I can't remember what it was Maybe Left for Dead Or something like that um, You see the twins That kind of evokes Like the shiny yeah. like, There's so many
1: in
0: there It's just mm. insane Yeah they've really done a great job And it just showcases That there's a passion Like there's a real passion Yeah
1: they know what they're doing And where it's coming from yeah. For sure well, you guys have pretty much covered off my list, to be honest. The, like, the likes, like, it's it's all in one big umbrella. You yeah. need to just get in there and fucking cut us
2: off, mate. No, no, no,
1: no, <laughs> no. No, no, because it's, it's all just long for the ride. I've just looked my list, and I'm like, we've kind of gone over most of it already. I've like,
0: still next a couple, episode, still Next a couple. episode, we're going to get a shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you.
1: Yeah, I don't reckon that's what we'll Yeah,
0: I, I also love the fact that down in the basement, when they're all playing with all that shit, the only
1: guy who's
0: going... Let's. Go. I dare you to go back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like, who reads that thing out though? Like, it's like clearly something starts happening. Or was it, did anyone did anyone else not hear the voices that he was yeah, hearing? Yeah. And and that that, th- well, I, yeah, that, yeah, that was one of the ones no, no, I didn't read, read. yet. Yeah. And he's like, uh, we shouldn't read it. But I, read it. It.
2: <laughs> it was another, again, Hadley and Citizen at their finest when they're like, everyone's got something like Hemsworth's got the thing from like Hellraiser or their homage to Hellraiser.
1: They've got like the book, they've got Ballerina.
2: And, um, Hadley's there going, uh, he had the cunch in his hand. <laughs> 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 I just burst out laughing again The whole fucking murmur Everyone's yeah. a bit at
1: the end When the fucking murmur Mermaid yes. Is like God oh. damn it Because <laughs> it's just this ugly big slimy yeah. freak thing It's the not way even a
2: merman It's kind of like telegraphed the whole way But again so funny and so smart That you kind of We've mentioned it before About how you don't mention things Or put them on screen that much Unless they're going to come back into play yeah. yeah But I was just so caught up in the whole thing That when the merman hit I was like no. Oh yeah That was I the right way to do it Because going... you
1: actually needed him to turn up You yeah. wanted him to do it It wasn't like Oh so god really It was yeah. the opposite Yeah
0: exactly overall that stuff is just it is just so there's so such a love for this sort of stuff they seem to be so keen on it
2: mm. yeah you can tell, tell it's made by time. people who like it but also are aware of how stupid it gets sometimes yeah. i laughed so hard when hemsworth made the bike jump at yeah, and he's slipping in the walls.
1: <laughs> Man, I thought, oh, he's going to make it. This is good, but he'll get killed on the other side. And then, nah, he just got butt zapped.
2: After he's done that speech and he's there going, oh, if I crash, I'll still get up and, you know... Crawf out. Crawl for and we're bringing tanks. And then he, you're thinking... Oh yeah, something's going to happen He he'll, he might get there or whatever And then he just, bang It reminded me of that um, It reminded me of In Two Hands Where the kid gets hit by the car yep. Oh yeah And it's such a shock That all you can do is laugh at it <laughs> like,
0: so thing, The thing, the only thing for me And that's the only dislike I have Is that and, I, and it's not really a dislike Because they actually They telegraphed that particular thing Earlier on With
1: the bird With the bird Yeah, yeah.
0: But I And I know why they did it And I was fine with it but I think they could have removed it, and you would have got an even bigger jolt with Hemsworth. Because when it happened, yeah. I just kind of went, "Oh yeah, the, we'd already seen that." Yeah. Whereas I'd be going, "What the hell?" Like you. But be- even when, even
2: like when when the bird happened, it was just a continuation of this. They kept taking you back into the the horror movie elements. Yeah. And the bird was kind of like, again, just this little jolt of, oh, fuck,
0: where are we again? What's no, happening? But I still think they've done a good enough job anyway with all that stuff in the lead-up. Yeah. That you probably could have just snipped that. That was only like five seconds. You could have snipped it, and I think you would have really hit the Hemsworth death even better. I still think it works. I still think the Hemsworth thing works anyway. Yeah. Just because you kind of like you, you kind of forget about the bird. Yeah. Because it's moving at a nice clip, and it—it's you're right. Probably 40 because they 50 had minutes later when yeah. Hemsworth does it.
2: It's not that you forget about it. Like I didn't didn't necessarily forget about it, and they explicitly stated, "There's that's the one way in." You know, yeah, when, yeah. when they're talking about the rock crash and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So yeah, you're right. Like you kind of in a in a way you sort of sensed something was going to happen, but well, I, I guess still, it's still the moment with Hemsworth was still super effective. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's
0: effective, but what I mean is when it happened, that I was jolted back to the bird. Yeah. Mm. And like, oh yeah, okay, the bird. If the bird had never happened, You'd I just think be I like, would have Holy shit, the well, yeah. even more. Because... Yeah. Even though I know what's going on by now, something weird yeah. is happening.
2: They probably could have found it's out on the It just would have been such
0: moment. an out of out of left field sort of thing, because just like you say, he pops up with his massive speech about how he's going to do this and that and the other, and then he just drives into a <laughs> fucking electric fence and goes down into a ravine.
2: The way that they show it, to the way that they use the special effects to show his body just fucking crumble <laughs>
1: and start mangled and like, then it just yeah. ragdoll physics all the way down that oh, wall, yeah, all the way. So
2: Ravine. you're right though because I think what they needed was one of those moments to pull you back and remind you that oh shit someone's got something going on here yeah. that we don't know about if they had they probably could have found another way to do that yeah. as you said that didn't telegraph, the, didn't telegraph the force field kind of aspect of it
0: for some reason I had I just laughed at this when they the girls being attacked by the the redneck family down by the lake mm. and she's supposed to be the final death and it pulls back from the television screen, and the fucking party. It's a stupid souls, <laughs> like Great time. She's getting murdered on screen, and they're just having a great old party. Yeah,
1: there has to be something wrong with all those people that worked like out. you've got to get to a pretty dark place to to go through with that. So, just quickly, because you guys have seen a lot more than I have, is this a TV event that they're doing as well? Like, is is this televised or is it just for the the like to appease the gods? I think or? it's well, just to
0: okay. the gods.
1: Well, to go with the because I was ending. getting a little bit of like a fucking you know like it's a little bit of a Big Brother sort of setup where yeah. they're going for ratings so and stuff. But what I
2: got is initially when I saw when I first saw the ending with the hand coming out, I didn't like it. Mm. But what it supposedly, from what I've read and what I've pieced together, it is the gods are. Us, the audience watching a horror flick. And they make comments like, you know, the sun's coming up in eight minutes, which means, you know, the movie's ending and the lights are coming on in the theatre. The thing that I actually missed the first time is that Sigourney Weaver is flat out called the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk about, you know, upstairs and whatever, and that where they're working is essentially like a... a um, metaphor for like a film crew Mm. they keep talking about oh the gods aren't going to be happy and all this sort of shit and it's essentially talking about if we don't hit all these tropes and we don't spill the blood of this guy that guy this guy then they're not going to watch our movie they're talking about they're not going to be happy and they kind of there's references that they're going to be raging which is like you know people the way people piss and moan online about movies these days so that's kind of what i get from it
1: you know, I just couldn't tell if it was like a TV show that they were sort of it was like a televised thing and they were trying to get ratings as well as you know appeasing the, the god situation that they had to sort of deal with yeah what I got from
2: that is that it's just them
1: that's that are they sort of controlling it and they're the it, yeah.
2: ones that are aware of the gods and all that because <clears> when, when you get the kids and that they don't seem to be aware of any of this shit
1: that's so true, yeah. it's sort of like it was out in the are. world, everyone had to sort of know about
2: it. Yeah, so that's that's where I, like, as I said, the first time I saw it, I, I, I just thought the ending left me a bit cold, but then when I watched it and picked up on all those, watched it again, read what other people thought of it and picked up on all that sort of shit, I was like, that's just fucking genius. This is one of those movies
1: <laughs> so, that you could have, like, 26 different, different theories. And yeah, yeah, pretty... there's
2: heaps and heaps of different ways that people have taken it, but that's the
0: one that hits for me, I yeah. reckon. It makes plenty of sense. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, they're well, talking they f- about the the classic tropes of the whore dies first and this yeah, yeah. stuff it's kind of what you'd get in most slasher flicks is exactly how they would play it out
1: mm.
2: and I mean there's there, there's lines throughout the whole thing that are like some of the lines that I wrote down that were about kind of reinforce that theory that the gods are the audience and all that sort of shit they're talking about what's down below and they're like oh the monsters are nothing compared to them when you kind of incur the wrath of a an audience that doesn't like your movie when they when the final girl and the stoner make that little the end bit they're talking about how they didn't just want to see us die they wanted to see us punished yeah which is a comment on like how horror movies are moral tales and all that sort of shit then the director says it's different in every culture and it's changed over time and what the gods want and all this sort of sort of stuff so it's it's all very, it's very, all there
0: it's deep it's super deep mm. yeah and as I
2: said film, the some... fucking duller than I am I watched it the first time and missed all of that shit yeah. towards the end like I just I was just going, oh they had this really cool thing going about these guys downstairs and then they had these guys, and I didn't like that <laughs> and then I actually had to think about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my final I've got two final likes. Uh, love to see a unicorn impaling a bloke. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you never <laughs> really
1: think of a unicorn as Stailed like a nightmare him. creature, but he fucked him up.
0: <laughs> Double tap too yeah. because he one, then comes back in for a second. Yeah, I didn't know what that. I didn't know
2: what that was a homage to, but then I thought maybe it's just a maybe it's just um how all of us seem to have one of those kids' movies that fucking scare the shit out of us yeah. all the, the kids. Maybe that's what it was. Like, The Dark Crystal for me, I couldn't watch that shit.
1: When I was about. Well, that's not a really a kid's, kids movies so and I think it was pretty creepy shit. Yeah, Labyrinth was another It
2: was one. PG. Yeah,
1: shouldn't
0: have been. L- Labyrinth <laughs> was, was one it.
2: that sort of scared me. It reminded me of, it reminded me of the horse in The oh, NeverEnding the Story. Yeah. Because that yeah, was one yeah, that yeah. NeverEnding score- Story... Some things in the never ending story Scared some people So as soon as I saw the unicorn That's what I thought of
0: <laughs> And my last like Is a nice little cameo From Sigourney Weaver At the end Yeah Just kind of
2: Good call yeah, Perfect casting Perfect casting sort of Yep, sort, yep.
0: You know, Given that she Know yeah, as, of
2: As a final girl herself. Like yeah. if you take If you take Alien as a horror yep. She's a final girl Like
0: It just works Nicely back into it And I just thought It was all round and Excellent
1: Very good any dislikes? I, I had my I voiced my only one. I've I only really I had, had one. Two. You go <laughs> first, mate. I'll go first. Okay. Um, my only issue with it, and it's the only thing that as I was watching the movie, just sort of jumped out and I went, "That doesn't feel right." Was the stoner's revelation about they're controlling us? Like it just seemed to come from from nowhere. Like yeah. I get that it was he was
2: there from the get-go. He was already talking about yeah. That shit, like
1: you know? I get that the weed like made him impervious to their controls and stuff like that. But it, for him to go from just being a kid going camping to going, someone's the puppet master and they're pulling the strings. Mm. It felt very strange. It's like they cut out a bit that they'd missed in between or something. That where he might have sort of started edging towards it, mm. and it just got really him, jolty. Other than that, I didn't really have anything else.
2: The other bit with him too was like they're talking about whatever he's smoking. As far as I know, he was just smoking. Oh, run-of-the-mill run weed which is what kids have done in every old horror movie we've ever seen but it hasn't yeah, made so anyone that, else impervious so.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that also <clears> kind of didn't seem strange but,
2: but I, sort of, I sort of I sort of ran with that my yeah one of my dislikes was him as well I really liked the character and I really liked his performance but I don't know about the voice that he was putting on like it seemed like he was overdoing the kind of oh I'm uh, I'm really hired yeah. I was like that voice the whole way through I was kind of like he's just overdoing it a touch there. Yeah. yeah. And the other one was for a movie that had the money that it did and did the practical effects really well. There was a couple of the CGI ones towards the end that just... Yeah, that good. ...a little bit off, like the big snake uh-huh. thing that... The big snake. Yeah, yeah they, cool. they probably could have left that out completely. Wouldn't have made any difference to that scene, but it would have just taken away it it would have it. taken away a couple of seconds of oh that looks a bit I do shoddy. love
0: that sequence where they just rip the SWAT team to shreds yeah the monsters just get loose and just tear yeah. them apart
1: it's just a blood it's
0: just guts and gore everywhere
1: yeah
2: yeah that scene was just unbelievable so yeah. I was, that was kind of the only part of it I was just <clears> like <throat> yeah that one doesn't really work but yeah
0: any other dislikes that's no. it for me
1: no <laughs> I enjoyed it too much yeah. top notch yeah
0: very very good film
1: thanks finally
0: <laughs> you are welcome. If you're looking to contact us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or at Potomatic at thrillme.potomatic.com. Next episode, Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> 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 so Sergeant Kabuki Man Is there a sequel? Troma Week, anybody? Or- no Can we do Troma Month? You <laughs> yeah. guys can I'll you know see you too know what you
2: <laughs> Funnily enough the Sergeant, the Sergeant Kabuki Man Has become a bit of a uh, Mascot for them So you got Toxie, who's like the mascot, yeah. but then Sergeant Kabuki Man's always been in hosting like these little five-minute clips and things like that, and there's been talk of uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man LAPD. So oh, we might get a sequel
1: sometime. We can only hope.
0: <laughs> no, we haven't come to our... There's ours. no way
1: that'd get over the line these days. No one could go, he's a Kabuki, and he's a man, <laughs> and he's a cop. You
2: know what one of his more recent appearances was? In that Moby film clip. We're all made of stars, or whatever. Oh, yeah. We had all the cameos. Sergeant Kaboogie Man was in there. <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> Pop culture gold. We haven't we haven't decided upon next episode, but keep an eye on Facebook, and we will let everyone know. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at ii.net.